Disclaimer, we know nothing really about Formula One. Sometimes we make wild accusations and wild ideas based on only what we think might be true. I like to be very clear in the fact that we are not experts and we have no idea what we're talking about. Welcome to F1 Purple Rain with me, Dom. And me, Ryan. And welcome to the USA Grand Prix, or Cotta. With me, Ryan. <laughs> Such a... And then? <laughs> no, and then. <laughs> no, and then. <sighs> Should we jump straight into qualifying? Uh, yes, let's go straight into qualifying. Interesting qualifying, considering that there was several penalties being destroyed to people. Indeed there was. Do you want me to go through the penalties? Uh, yeah, but do you know what I hate is when there's penalties and it's so easy to work out who's going to finish where and they're like, oh, this is so confusing with these penalties. Like, who's going to finish where? <laughs> he's got a, he's, he's Finished third, but he's got a 10 place grid penalty. Oh, other people have five grid press penalties. We just don't know where it's going to be. It's going to be super exciting. Yeah, it's not really. If you can, um, if you actually had a brain and you just worked it out, <laughs> basic arithmetic. Yeah, it's pretty simple. There is something funny, not related to F1, but I re- didn't realize that there was a mic in this headset. And I've not been using it since I've been using this headset. You're such an old man. I know, it's, it clips in, hidden away. And I thought, oh, I ordered the wrong one, doesn't have a mic with it. And now I'm looking at it and going, oh, hello. Oh, my God. You're an imbecile. Yep. In other news. So, let's and, go. And that, and that right there is why this podcast is never out on time. Because I'm an imbecile. Because you're an imbecile. Well, if you want to take over from my responsibilities, you're more than uh, welcome. I'm busy. <laughs> Interesting. I'm busy smashing a lot of times I don't F1 2022. I'm sure, I'm sure you have had a lovely day. <laughs> yeah, she's asleep now. Oh. <laughs> I'm busy. Leave me, al- <laughs> leave me alone. I've lowered the car. <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> oh, I'm sure she had a great, lovely day with you as you're uh, messing around with setups. <laughs> yep, yep. Changing suspension geometries and everything. I've improved my time by 0.5. <laughs> you don't understand. I was not point not nine seven up. <laughs> it's all to do with ride height. <laughs> it's all about the Rick. It's all about the Rick. Oh yeah, yeah. So penalties. This is a segment I like to call Dom's penalties. 
So, uh, Ocon is required to start from the pit lane after his car was modified whilst under park firming conditions and additional power unit elements used. And then? And then? (laughs) Yuki Sonoda penalised five grid places for a use of additional restricted number number of components. And then? Charles Leclerc penalised ten grid places for the use of additional power unit elements. And then? Alonso... Perez and uh, Joe Guan Yu penalized five grid places for the use of additional power unit elements. No more and then. No and then. <laughs> Shall I do 10 to uh, uh, 11 to 20? 20 to 11. 20 to 11. Yeah, let's not do it backwards. No. In the 20th, Nicholas Latifi, no shock. Shock, shock, horror. Shock, shock, shock. It is the season, Halloween, to be shocked. No Mr. shock. Consistency. So who's 19th? Oh. And then? Oh, sorry. <laughs> So who's 19th? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Sorry, didn't realise I was doing the podcast with an adult. <laughs> Just mix it up. In at 19th, uh, Mick Schumacher. And then? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Esteban Ocon had a nightmare uh, in at 18th. Yeah, it wasn't very good, was it? No. Considering where the Alpine should be in the grid. Yeah. I mean, I knew he was going to start far back anyway, but uh, you still want to see where you were pace-wise with the rest of the grid. Yeah, 18th is terrible. Yeah. Dan. In the 17th, Daniel Ricciardo. Another terrible performance from a guy that's pretty much lost his career. Then in at 16th, Kevin Magnussen, which is a big shame for Haas, considering they thought they might be able to get on the podium, according to Gunther Steiner and their, uh, new, and their new sponsors. They were very flush with cash. But yeah, unfortunately, really bad uh, qualifying from them. Really disappointing for the team because it's their home Grand Prix. Yeah. Then... Uh, in the 15th, Yuki Sonoda. Not very good from him. Normally he's out qualifying Pierre Gasly at this point of the season. In at 14th, Joe Guan Yu. Which also not good for him because he's also done a lot better as of late against Valtteri Bottas. Yeah. In at 13th, Pierre Gasly. Pierre Gasly! Gasly! Uh, he's been very vocal on the radio recently. It'll be interesting to see how he will be in the new team next year. Probably even more vocal, seeing as him and Ocon don't like each other. Yeah. Apparently, they had a, an agreement today before he went that uh, they had a chat and ironed things out 
And Ocon was also asked if it'd be a problem. He said, no, no, no. Don't steal my girlfriend again. <laughs> no, Max Verstappen's already done that. Oh, yeah. He said he's a snake. Max. Verstappen. Didn't realize you're a parcel tongue mouth. Parcel. My, my father. <laughs> Me grabbing what I could closely look like a parcel. Uh, okay, moving on. I have no idea where I was. Uh, Sebastian Vettel in at 12th. Also, not so good considering where his teammate uh, qualified. Then in at number 11. Alex Albon. Great. Out of all of them, great. Yeah, he, average. Has got, he has got some pace. I mean, it's hard to say where, the pay, where their car is paced at because one teammate is dead last every race. No. <laughs> so it's really difficult to understand where their car should be in the grid. Yeah, it must be hard for them, like, until they get zero data from Latifi. Yeah. Exactly. They just apart, have... from, apart, apart from how much damage they get off like hitting a wall. <laughs> Apparently, actually, go into the damage. That is the reason they want to get rid of uh, Schumacher. He costs so much money on their budget cap for Haas in damage. Yeah. That that's the reason they don't want to keep him on. And then like, they were looking at Giovinazzi and what did he do in free practice? Crashed into the wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, brilliant. I can, but that must be the worst if you uh, you're on FP one, two, or three, and you crash it for a, for a team that has no money. Yeah, must be pretty embarrassing. Like, if you ashamed of yourself. Yeah, and that's it. Up to eleven. And then I'll run down from ten to one. Obviously, this is the pre penalties. So in tenth, Valtteri Bottas. Decent performance from him, the Alpha. And then... Fernando Alonso in ninth. And then... Lando Norris in eighth. Good pace from him. And then... Um, Team Canada's wet weather specialist, Lance Stroll in, in the dry. That's a really good result from him. And then... Really good result. And then... George Russell in sixth. The Edinburgh's... Uh, the end of man, Judas, giraffe walking like a motherfucker. <laughs> uh, the... And then? And then the eight time world champion, Lewis Hamilton. Yeah. Sorry, Sir Lewis Hamilton. Might as well get it right. Well, yeah, if we're going to get it all right. And then Perez in fourth. And then Max Verstappen the third per qualifying from him by his standards. And a one-time world champion. Yep, one-time world champion. Uh, the Charles Leclerc in second. Pause for dramatic effect. And then a huge lap from Carlos Sainz yeah. to get in the pole. I mean... It definitely seems like the pace, even with the upgrades for the Mercedes, is still not there. 
considering that's a track Hamlet was really good at. Yeah. But that's a phenomenal lap from science. I mean, anytime science beats the clerk, it's phenomenal. I think yeah. the only thing you no. can say. That is very true. Absolute phenom- phenomenons. And it's, yeah, it's just nice to see that Max doesn't get them all because that'd be quite depressing to watch otherwise. Yeah, it would be, yeah. Would be. It's quite depressing watching an illegal car drive around the racetrack anyway, but true that. True. Then, as you as you said earlier, there was a lot of penalties, so the grid actually ended up completely mixed up from what we have just read out. So, should we go through Dom's penalties before we start? Let's run through Dom's penalties. Boop, boop, boop. Gasly receives a 10-second time penalty for not ser- uh, serving a safety car infringement penalty correctly. Are we doing the race penalties now? Yeah, I've already did the other ones. Okay. Do you want me to do these post-race? No, 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 you go ahead. You sure? Well, well, whatever. Latifi receives a five-second time penalty for forcing another driver off track. This rings a bell. Did this not happen two weeks ago? Was that was that the safety car when I was lapping him? I think so. Yeah, five-second penalty <laughs> forcing another driver off track. Well done. And bearing in mind, I mean, we've not started the race yet, but there's also another point for Latifi in that race to talk about. And this was a proper dry race. There's no excuses. Schumacher received a five-second penalty, uh, five-second time penalty for exceeding track limits. Oh. Alex Albon received a five-second time penalty for leaving the track and gaining an advantage. <laughs> <laughs> and our favorite one, which I think we're going to talk a lot about, and it's favorite for the wrong reasons. Is Fernando Alonso receives a 10 second stop and go penalty converted into 30 seconds time penalty for a technical infringement? Now, where do we start? Do you want to start at the start of the race or should we start with Fernando? I think we need to start with Fernando because it is a fucking disgrace of a penalty. That is an absolute fucking disgrace. An absolute shambolic decision from Stewards for a couple of reasons. And I'll line them out. So Alonso loses a wing mare. Yep. Fair enough. Perez loses a front the end plate of his front wing. Nothing gets said about. Alonso completes the race. Completes the end of race safety checks by the FAA, which he passes. Because the FAA released statements said that every car uh, passed their their end of race safety checks. You have a certain time for you to lodge a penalty. Haas lodged it 24 minutes after that time it ended. And then it gets fucking done by this. It's an absolute fucking joke. <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah. To break this down, for those of you that for some reason have no idea what F1 is and listening to this podcast. Yes, because I'll, I'll re- reiterate, this is not a Prince podcast. 
<laughs> nor is it to do with rain and the colour of purple. Disclaimer, we have nothing to do with the artist formerly known as Prince or the song Purple Rain. So yeah, to be clear, that was a mental accident. So Fernando Alonso pulls up alongside Lance Stroll on the DRS, on the straight, and just before he pulls out, Lance Stroll moves. Now, if Lance Stroll saw him or not, and will admit to it or not, that's another thing. Lance, Lance Stroll, so Lance Stroll has taken no accountability for the accident. That's a very late manoeuvre from Lance Stroll and a huge indication of his inexperience. He pulls across Fernando Alonso. They're at full speed, more or less, and it causes a huge incident. Somehow, Fernando Alonso's car is only missing a wing mirror. More that's or less. Af- that's after he goes on two wheels. Yeah, so he hits the back of him. His front of his car flies up and he covers probably 100 metres on two wheels, the rear two wheels. So he's not even steering the car at this point. He is just hovering as he flies down this straight and then runs into the side of the barriers and then man- as his front end of the car finally comes back down to ground, he then drives back onto the track. Obviously, he has to change his tyres, and obviously, uh, he brings the car in, they change the tyres, he goes back out, but the car is running absolutely fine. And to be honest, it's just the wing mirror, which did fly off the car, but didn't hit anybody, didn't cause any uh, damage to any other cars, just the same as Sergio Perez's car when his front wing end plate flew off down the straight. Didn't hit any other cars, didn't cause any other damage, and didn't cause any debris that was an issue for anyone. Now, what I what really gets and bores my fucking piss about this is the FIA made the decision on the same day when they can't make decisions on anything else rebel related the same day. I know it's a fucking joke because Red Bull apparently too emotionally sad for the past of their owner to deal with their budget cap issues. But we're happy to celebrate like fuck when they were constructors. Yeah. It's just but, uh, hypocritical bastards. <laughs> I should, it's just how can they not how can Perez not be done with the same penalty or at least a minor penalty? Because and I understand the thing about this is I understand Hass's frustration because uh, Magnussen has been black and orange flagged three times this season. That's more than in the last 20 years anyone's been black flagged, black and orange flagged. It's just, yeah. a, it's just a rule that they've started using again without really giving us anyone, anyone any detail about. And look, you need to go back and look at other, other races and see, well, this is like, there's no precedent for this. There has been plenty of races when no one was received this penalty. Even Hamilton, when he finished the Silverstone Grand Prix with three wheels. Yeah, I know. He finished yeah. over a half a lap. And it's like this this is this, this thing has happened repeatedly, not just with three wheels, but with other cars missing end plates or missing part of the front front wing. It's ridiculous how they can just all of a sudden penalize Alonso so heavily. And Alonso's come out and obviously gone mad about it as well and he's like well let's not forget 
uh, Ferrari never lost any championship points or lost any uh, anything when they were running an illegal engine. And he was in the car at the time. He says, so how were they never penalised? And how? Why, and why do we get penalised now? And he's right. He wasn't in the car at the time. Ah, okay, but still. It was Vettel and Leclerc, 2019. But still, how can it be? My point stands. Like how he's yeah. right. How can they just pick and choose? They're just picking and choosing. It's ridiculous. And yeah. like, what's the point of the budget? The budget cap. The, the whole idea of the budget cap, Ryan, is to put a level level playing field on the table for all teams, including small teams. It's not happening because Red Bull is spending more money than they should anyway, which is making the other big teams say, "Well, fuck it. Why should we bother?" So they're not going to spend the right money. And then when these small teams like Alpine, which is not a, a yeah, it was originally Renault, but it's not a massive team compared to the, the sort of budgets they have compared to the other teams. And now they're getting penalized for like ridiculous things. And this is make or break for these teams. I know it's a fucking shambles. Like the, the sports is a joke at the minute. It's an absolute joke. On believable and that happened on lap 22 and if it was a concern the FIA should have called him in with the black and orange yeah. flag yep but they didn't for 34 laps he went round and finished the race and climbed his car up to P7 which to be honest for me it was the driver of the day 100% and then I find out he loses it on technicality I'm like well it's a bit like when Vettel got on the podium with uh, Aston Martin and he lost it because he was a little bit too low on f- fuel and it's just yeah. like, oh, just taking it you're taking all of the element of racing is gone in this sport it's gone it's just for entertainment purposes now yep the sport is just being made into WWE So, that being said, should we talk about George Russell's penalty? Oh, yes. So, George Russell gets a five-second penalty for torpedoing and DNFing Carlos Sainz. Five-second penalty. Unbelievable as well. The Enderman gets a five second penalty for ending somebody's race. Yeah. I know there's a little give and take between first one uh, first lap incidents, but that first corner is uphill. What that means is it's harder to lock your tire because you're going uphill. But George Russell. Yeah, steams into an uphill corner and locks his tyres, which means he was going extremely much faster than he should have been before that first corner. He gets the lock under control. He makes the first apex, but uh, it's way too much of a cute angle, and everyone else that's taking the, the racing line now is coming across him because he's basically just chucked his front nose in on the first corner. Now, yeah, there has to be some leeway on first lap incidents, but I think George Russell there is massively in the wrong because if anyone puts their nose in the middle there, you're basically blocking the track for everyone anyway, and that shouldn't be allowed. I think uh, 
finally he's going to get penalised for his rule of the first tyre of the rear tyre <laughs> means I'm allowed. <laughs> At least he's got penalised this time round. Yeah. But absolutely unbelievable. That's absolutely Carlos Sainz's corner. And that's a joke that he only got five seconds for me. He should have got more penalised, to be honest. Just fucking did a Bottas in Hungary. Yeah, pretty much. Just wipes out the competition. Fucking leader as well. Yeah, and didn't that move George ahead of Sainz, didn't it? In the, um, in the stands, if I'm correct. I thought, oh, is it? Is it? I think I think it's two points behind. But I might be wrong. Normally you're right. No, you're right. He is... Yeah, he's miles ahead. 207. Uh, I was getting confused with Sainz and Hamilton. Sainz is only four points ahead of Hamilton. <laughs> so George Russell has got 218. Sainz has got 202. So 16 points ahead. Wow. Oh, because he yeah, because he just drove in the side of him. Yeah. What's your prediction? I know we've not started the race yet, but what's your predictions for the... Obviously, Max has won it and no one's going to get close. But do you think Perez will take Leclerc? Um, There's two points in it. I think it depends on Mexico. Okay, well, nice. That's a good definitive answer for the podcast. And then do you think Signs will re-jump Russell? Yeah, I think it depends on Mexico. <laughs> God, such a dick. Um, uh, I know. I, I think. I think Leclerc will get. Will keep second place. Um, I think he'll be really better in like Abu Dhabi and Brazil. Do you think, think he'll collect more points than Perez in the last two races? I think Science will definitely jump per uh, Russell. Russell will do something fucking stupid. And Hamilton? Uh, Hamilton will get both of them. Yeah, boy. All depends on Mexico. Heard it here first. Just one second. I'm just trying to work out where. Oh, okay. Right. Back to the race. So, yeah, Ryan, uh, Russell and Sainz, and at least he had Ryan's then. <laughs> Ryan's and Sussel. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we should do when we talk about collisions. So, earlier we had uh, Stro- Stronzo and a lol. <laughs> now we've. Now we've. We've, <laughs> we've had Ryan's and Sussel. <laughs> Did you see? He sounds even more like a twat. (laughs) Did did you see when um, Rise and Sussel? Did you see Sam avoid? (laughs) Did you see Sam avoid hustle? Right. 
<sighs> oh, that's definitely the new, new way to play this game. <laughs> so so. Oh, <sighs> right. Right. Yeah. Should we jump straight into the race, or do you want me to go through the uh, last little points for, from the race? Well, wasn't there an incident between um, Satifi? <laughs> <laughs> And and Lucius <laughs> 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 Wagner. I believe this one. Shatifi uh... <laughs> got his got his penalty. Oh. Oh. Also, uh, he he <clears throat> he also spun, didn't he? On his own accord, mid race for, no, for no for no reason. Latifi he also spun. Oh. He enjoys it, doesn't he? Yeah. I loved it. In the commentary, it was like, and Lutivi's spinning around. Oh, that's why he's moving down the pack, moving down the order. And I'm thinking, is he not last anyway? No, I think he jumped a few people, didn't he? At the start. Oh, brilliant. Uh, yeah, that's it from my side. Well, there, was, there, was also, there was also um, a coming together between Potas and Beres. Beres. <laughs> Potas and Beres. Is that how we lost the end plate? No. No, yes, it was. Yeah, Ty's end plate came off. He pushed uh, Potas off the off of the racing line, then this guy were like, Oh, that's just good, that's just good racing there. Oh, brilliant. Well, while we're talking about him, um, I'm really looking forward to when, like, someone like Ocon or Guan Yu Zhou touches. Oh, God. I can't wait. That's the new rule, hundred percent. And we we need some more from Sussel. <laughs> Ram and Sussel. Uh, I'm looking forward to maybe some more Vamelden at some point. Yeah. Or for <laughs> stopping. <laughs> uh, a little bit of Sir Clerk <laughs> and the Eins. Uh, right. So, yeah, let's jump into the race, mate. Seeing as uh, we have eight minutes. 
Okay, let's do an eight-minute. So here's the challenge for this F1 program podcast. Let's do the eight-minute recap of this race. So lap one incidents. It was a pretty carnage. First, first, first corner with um, obviously Sussel ramen into the side of Carlos. Ramen. Spinning, spinning signs, and then just driving on as if nothing happened, and then blaming signs. Or cut across him. But he's portrayed in the social media so like Mr. Nice Guy. George going over to say sorry in the, the Ferrari paddock. George apologizes, Mr. Nice. I'm like, how can you get away with just right, ruining someone's race with an apology? If I was signs, I would almost I wouldn't accept. Like now signs is a dick if he says no, like no, thank you. Don't want to accept if your was, apology. If, if I was if I was signs, I'd be like here, Enderman, fuck you. Fucking Sussel. Sussel. Fucking Sussel. <laughs> okay. Right. So, so, seven minutes to discuss. There is. I can't get a worse. I can't, I can't stop thinking about Sussel. <laughs> oh. oh, dear. Yes, well, um, Gasly obviously has penalty because he was what more than ten car lengths behind the safety car. Mm-hmm. It looks like he was just in a different track. Could even see the safety car. Are you, are you okay there? Yeah, I'm just struggling still with the last game. Yeah, I mean, Gasly's one was a weird one, and the comment has made a good point. Like the cars are so fast now, like that you could stitch the guy up behind you just by accelerating fast away. Yeah, yeah, like especially out of the corners and stuff. Like this. Yeah, like you can you could give a penalty to the guy behind if you wanted to. It's, yeah, they need I, to I, rethink but, it. Like, again, these penalties are consistent because he gets a 10-second penalty for that because he didn't serve it correctly, I believe. But then Perez does the same thing three different times and only gets one five-second penalty. Well, exactly. Well, how else are they going to win the World Championship? Like, It's a fucking joke. But again, that's what did. So we had three D- three DNFs this race. We had Carlos Sainz, we had Valtteri Bottas, and we had uh, Lance Stroll. Bottas beats the car. Sainz we spoke about. And Stroll was involved in that mental accident with Fernando Alonso. Which he was not at fault for. Yes, he's not taking full blame. He says it's not like as if I pulled out on him. One second. I know we've got five minutes, but... Well, as you do whatever kind of research you're doing, I will run to the rest of the So, surprisingly, yep. um, last place, 17th, was Nicholas Atifi. A really bad race for Danny Ricardo, Finishing in 16th. Alonso ended up 15th after his ridiculous 30-second time penalty. Mick Schumacher finished 14th. Pierre Gasly had another awful race in 13th. Alex Albon had a respectable finish in 12th. Gojan Yu, again, just missing the points, finishing 11th. And then? Ocon finished 10th, obviously bumped up by the penalties. Sonoda finished 9th. Kevin Magnussen finished 8th after being 7th, but was the victim of a classic Sebastian Vell overtake at the end of the race. Oh, really nice. A really good overtake. So Vettel finished seventh. Landon Norris did a good job in finishing in sixth. 
Judas came in in fifth, had Sussel. He also got the fastest lap. <laughs> Perez finished in fourth place. Charles de Clare finished in seventh after having a good battle with Max Verstappen. Hamilton, who was leading the race at one point, but was on the hard tyres where everybody else around him was on the mediums, finished second. And then Max Verstappen, the one-time Asterix champion of the world, finished first. Yeah, well, he, Max nearly lost the race because of a slow stop. But, I mean, the Red Bull is so fast. Even when he, like, even at the, if you notice the start of the race, even when he has a slow start, bogs the car down, wheel spins, does a shit reaction from the lights, his car will still overtake the car ahead of him. Have you seen no, that? Yeah, it, it was like this. It's, it doesn't matter if he has a good or bad start, he will still overtake the car ahead. Yeah, it started with shotgun and it just pulled away ahead of science. And his piss top was, was hilariously bad but still won the race because the Red Bull is just ridiculously fast in all these all these tracks because it is illegal. Don't think I mentioned that. It just annoys me how people go, oh, he's the best best that ever lived. He's the best, best, best. I'm thinking, well, yeah, he's better than Perez. <laughs> that, that I can concede. Yeah. <laughs> when your car is that fast. <laughs> yeah, but sure, they all say it's Max, but when Lewis had a fast car, they all said it was the car. And we're just doing the same, I suppose. Goes around circles. Magnussen, yeah, unlucky to lose out to Vettel, but Vettel had a really good race. He obviously got driver of the day, um, which is good for good for him because I don't think he's going to get another one before he leaves. Maybe yeah. out of pity they give him the last one, but uh, it looked good. I mean, considering they tried to they tried to hold out, didn't they, on the tires? Yeah, and yeah. made it just about made it work. Yeah, I would have gave driver of the day to Fernando Alonso, but same. You can't give driver of the day to someone who who receives a thirty second time penalty. Yeah, same. I would have as well. Um, definition of pulled out. Maybe stroll is under something. Are you ready? Yeah, go ahead. Pull out. A withdrawal, especially from military involvement or participation in a commercial venture. <laughs> so maybe Stroll is right he didn't pull out <laughs> based on that heard it here first <laughs> heard it here first Stroll did not pull out on Alonso uh, obviously Bottas beached the car for no reason second to last corner just lost the back end fastest lap do you know who got the fastest lap I already mentioned this it was George Russell I well then that's it that's done been a pleasure <laughs> yes. uh, and then join us for the Mexico Grand Prix podcast which we will release in January <laughs> thanks for listening to the Purple Rain podcast with me Ryan and my good friend Dominic and our special guest Sussel <laughs> with me Diane <laughs> And <laughs> you, Romanik. <laughs> Romanik and Diane. <laughs> Rom and Diane. <clears throat> For some high grade bants and on time podding, we see you next week in one month. See you in Mexico 2023.
Adios. Goodbye. I'm looking Ciao. for the, con- the continuum transfunctioner. Then. No weapon. <laughs>